Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 299, 299 friends, isn't that cool? We're going to be at 300 tomorrow, like where has the time gone? It's a little crazy to me, just how quickly these 300 episodes have been created and shared. So I'm curious to see what the topic tomorrow will be for episode 300. Sometimes these round numbers, um, they seem to bring a different like vibration or thought through and I'm always really curious (laughs) curious to see what I will say today we are where are we at Tuesday we are Tuesday here in Cincinnati it's chilly it's rainy it's gray Um, the leaves are all falling it's it's just kind of a dreary November day (laughs) and so when I was running this morning I was looking at how many of the leaves have come down and just how bare the trees are getting and how beautiful all the colors are on the ground with the leaves. And I just kept thinking about this children's storybook that I have called The Fall of Freddy the Leaf. And I thought, I haven't read that in a while. I'm going to go back and look at it when I get home. And so that is what I'm going to read to you today. It's just such a sweet story. And Uh, First, a little backstory about the story, and then I'll read it to you. I find that children's stories, just like Disney movies, are powerful teachers for children and for adults. And sometimes when we as adults hear a story that is written for a child, the lesson is so simple and so direct that it can cut through all of the chaos and confusion in our own minds and just deliver this beautiful gift of wisdom or love or whatever it is that the book's intention is. When I was in college, my I lived away for a year at Butler University and I had a hallmate, not a roommate, but a hallmate across the hall from me, my beautiful friend Jen. (laughs) She was studying to be a teacher and she has since become a magnificent teacher and administrator and is just this light in education that I'm so proud to know. When I was older and getting, um, when I got married and when I was getting ready to be a mother, Jen would buy me all these children's books because she'd had all these years of teaching by then and so she'd accumulated this amazing library. (laughs) She would roll around with her little wheelie thing from class to class of all of her supplies and she's had a massive amount of books. And so she had the best of the best and she would give me these beautiful gifts And then I would read them to my children, and they became some of our favorite stories. And so I still have them. I I keep books. (laughs) I always keep books, books and paintings and photographs. A lot of the other stuff, it can come and go, but those are the things I like to protect and treasure. So this book was written in 1982 by a professor 
a healer, a therapist, uh, Leo Buscaglia, Dr. Leo Buscaglia. He has written lots of other books. He has since passed away. He died in late 90s. But he wrote many other books, and they were all around the theme of love. And I've read some of his other ones, but this is my favorite children's one. The intention with which he wrote it was to discuss the topic of life and death and do it through the metaphor or the allegory, whatever the right vocabulary word is, <laughs> through the image of a leaf in a tree. And it's such a directly powerful, beautiful, simple story. When I was running today, it wasn't with the intention of bringing forward this topic of death. It was more about the cycle of the seasons, how we as humans struggle our way through cycles. And when we get to an ending of one season, we're hanging on for dear life, trying to like figure out when it's time to let go and be ready for the next season to start. And, you know, there's so much heaviness that we feel <laughs> here goes star <laughs> so much heaviness that we feel there's so much heaviness we feel as we know an ending is about to happen and if we could learn how to flow and surrender into the cycles knowing that when there's an ending there's always another beginning our journey would be so much simpler and it would feel so much easier. So as you listen to me read the story, it may be prompting in you a desire to share it with someone who has lost somebody or someone who has transitioned and children are having a hard time understanding it or even adults are having a hard time understanding it. But it also is for all of us as we move into the season of November, as we come to the end of one year and the beginning of the next, as we move through the cycles of what is changing in our own lives, it's just a reminder there's always new life being birthed. There's always some new beautiful gift that's going to be revealed after the ending of something that we were done with. And so can we lean into the knowing that these cycles are just happening and they're all perfect? Okay, so here is the storybook, The Fall of Freddy the Leaf by Leo Buscaglia. I highly recommend any book that I read that you buy your own copy and keep it for yourself because books are, books are amazing. <laughs> all right, The Fall of Freddy the Leaf. Dedicated to all children who have ever suffered a permanent loss, loss and to the grown-ups who could not find a way to explain it. Isn't that beautiful? All right, so the pictures, by the way, are all pictures like real photographs taken outside of nature, and they're just beautiful. Like he weaves the images right in with the words in such a wonderful way. Here's the story. Spring had passed, so had summer. Freddy, the leaf, had grown large. His midsection was wide and strong, and his five extensions were firm and pointed. He had first appeared in spring as a small sprout on a rather large branch near the top of a tall tree. Freddy was surrounded by hundreds of other leaves just like himself, or so it seemed. Soon he discovered that no two leaves were alike, even though they were on the same tree. Alfred was the leaf next to him, Ben was the leaf on his right side, and Claire was the lovely leaf overhead. They had all grown up together. They had learned to dance in the spring breezes, bask lazily in the summer sun, 
and wash off in the cooling rains. But it was Daniel who was Freddy's best friend. He was the largest leaf on the limb and seemed to have been there before anyone else. It appeared to Freddy that Daniel was also the wisest among them. It was Daniel who told them that they were part of the tree. It was Daniel who explained that they were growing in a public park. It was Daniel who told him that the tree had strong roots which were hidden in the ground below. He explained about the birds who came to sit on their branch and sing morning songs. He explained about the sun, the moon, the stars, and the seasons. Freddy loved being a leaf. He loved his branch, his light leafy friends, his place high in the sky, the wind that jostled him about, the sun rays that warmed him, the moon that covered him with soft white shadows. Summer had been especially nice. The long hot days felt good and the warm nights were peaceful and dreamy. There were many people in the park that summer. They often came and sat under Freddy's tree. Daniel told him that giving shade was part of his purpose. What's purpose? Freddy had asked. A reason for being, Daniel answered. To make things more pleasant for others is a reason for being. To make shade for old people who come to escape the heat of their homes is a reason for being. To provide a cool place for children to come and play. To fan with our leaves the picnickers who come to eat on checkered tablecloths. These are all reasons for being. Freddy especially liked the old people. They sat so quietly on the cool grass and hardly ever moved. They talked in whispers of times past. The children were fun too, even though they sometimes tore holes in the bark of the tree or carved their names into it. Still, it was fun to watch them move so fast and to laugh so much. But Freddy's summer soon passed. It vanished on an October night. He had never felt it so cold. All the leaves shivered with the cold. They were coated with a thin layer of white, which quickly melted and left them dew-drenched and sparkling in the morning sun. Again, it was Daniel who explained that they had experienced their first frost, the sign that it was fall and that winter would come soon. Almost at once, the whole tree, in fact, the whole park was transformed into a blaze of color. There was hardly a green leaf left. Alfred had turned a deep yellow. Ben had become a bright orange. Claire had become a blazing red. Daniel a deep purple. And Freddie was red and gold and blue. How beautiful they all looked. Freddie and his friends had made their tree a rainbow. Why did we turn different colors, Freddie asked, when we were on the same tree? Each of us is different. We have had different experiences. We have faced the sun differently. We have cast shade differently. Why should we not have different colors? Daniel said matter-of-factly. Daniel told Freddie that this wonderful season was called fall. One day, a very strange thing happened. The same breezes that in the past had made them dance began to push and pull at their stems almost as if they were angry. This caused some of the leaves to be torn from their branches and swept up in the wind, tossed about and dropped softly to the ground. All the leaves became frightened. What's happening? They asked each other in whispers. It's what happens in fall, Daniel told them. It's the time for leaves to change their home. Some people call it to die. Will we all die? Freddy asked. 
Yes, Daniel answered, everything dies, no matter how big or small, how weak or strong. We first do our job. We experience the sun and the moon, the wind and the rain. We learn to dance and to laugh, and then we die. I won't die, said Freddy with determination. Will you, Daniel? Yes, answered Daniel, when is my time? When is that, asked Freddy. No one knows for sure, Daniel responded. Freddy noticed that the other leaves continued to fall. He thought it must be their time. He saw that some of the leaves lashed back at the wind before they fell. Others simply let go and dropped quietly. Soon the tree was almost bare. I'm afraid to die, Freddy told Daniel. I don't know what's down there. We all fear what we don't know, Freddy. It's natural, Daniel reassured him. Yet you were not afraid when spring became summer. You were not afraid when summer became fall. They were natural changes. Why should you be afraid of the season of death? Does the tree die too? Freddy asked. Someday, but there is something stronger than the tree. It is life. That lasts forever, and we are all a part of life. Where will we go when we die? No one knows for sure. That's the great mystery. Will we return in the spring? We may not, but life will. Then what has been the reason for all of this? Freddy continued to question. Why were we here at all if we only have to fall and die? Daniel answered in his matter-of-fact way. It's been about the sun and the moon. It's been about happy times together. It's been about the shade and the old people and the children. It's been about colors in fall. It's been about seasons. Isn't that enough? That afternoon in the golden light of dusk, Daniel let go. He fell effortlessly. He seemed to smile peacefully as he fell. Goodbye for now, Freddy, he said. Then Freddy was alone, the only leaf left on his branch. The first snow fell the following morning. It was soft, white, and gentle, but it was bitter cold. There was hardly any sun that day, and the day was very short. Freddy found himself losing his color, becoming brittle. It was constantly cold, and the snow weighed heavily upon him. At dawn, the wind came that took Freddy from his branch. It didn't hurt at all. He felt himself float quietly, gently, and softly downward. As he fell, he saw the whole tree for the first time. How strong and firm it was. He was sure that it would live for a long time and he knew that he had been a part of its life and it made him proud. Freddy landed on a clump of snow. It somehow felt soft and even warm. In this new position, he was more comfortable than he had ever been. He closed his eyes and fell asleep. He did not know that spring would follow winter and that the snow would melt into water. He did not know that what appeared to be his useless dried self would join with the water and serve to make the tree stronger. Most of all, he did not know that there, asleep in the tree in the ground, were already plans for new leaves in the spring. 
And then the last page is a picture of the sky with this bare tree and a bird sitting on one of the branches. And it says in big letters, the beginning. <laughs> Don't you love that? I love that. It's not the end. It's the beginning. Ah, blessings to Leo Viscaglia for such a beautiful story. Such a sweet, simple understanding of falling leaves falling leaves so when you go outside today and you're walking around if you are in the same season that I'm in here in the city just look at the leaves with that potential of Freddie the leaf they each have this beautiful story and it's just just an ending moving into a new beginning so good (laughs) I'll put the link to the book in the description in case you want to look at it for yourself Have a great day, friends. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.